Welcome to PCB Chat, where we talk with experts across the printed circuit design, manufacturing, and electronic supply chain fields. I'm Mike Buto, president of the Printed Circuit Engineering Association. My guests today are Wally Rines and Merlin Brunken. Regular listeners know Wally has been joining us on PCB Chat since we launched the program back in 2018. He spent more than 45 years in semiconductor and PCB design as an executive with Mentor Graphics, and before that, Texas Instruments. Joining Wally is Merlin Brunken, who is the longtime market intelligence director with Siemens Digital Industries, formerly Mentor. So happy new year, Wally and Merlin. Thanks, Mike. Glad to be here. Today, we are discussing the third quarter 2022 electronic design automation market numbers from the ESD Alliance. These are for the period ending September 30th, 2022, and were released the week of January 23rd, 2023. Let's start with the PCB and MCM data. And boy, do they look good. Revenue was up in double digits yet again. Wow, you're right, Mike. <laughs> really incredible for printed circuit board and multi-chip module of business for design automation. 15.6% growth to $345 million. So uh, uh, that's better than the four-quarter moving average. That is the average of the previous four quarters. So uh, it's really been strong for uh, PCB and especially in North America. So for PCB and MCM, that means seven straight growth quarters, and uh, by my count, 24 positive quarters out of the past 26. The last negative quarter was Q4 of 2020, and PCB and MCM has even outpaced the overall EDA gains in two successive quarters, which is, is a bit unusual, I think. Again, by my count, EDA had outperformed PCB and MCM in eight of the previous nine quarters. So what do we make of all that? Well, Merlin may have more comments here because he's really the data specialist, but uh, what it appears now is that uh, due to the strong systems business uh, worldwide, uh, uh, automotive and, and other kinds of systems, as well as potentially uh, packaging issues, we've just seen a real uh, takeoff in printed circuit board design uh, these last couple of years. And uh, the kinds of numbers we're seeing now are really eye-popping. Uh, the, as I mentioned, North America alone, the PCB, uh, the revenue grew 45% in the third quarter of 2022. Uh, that's a big number. I don't remember ever seeing uh, one that big. Do you, Merlin? Uh, I don't. Uh, I think it's quite unusual. And that's coming from a big number to begin with. I mean, if we go back to the 1980s and 1990s when PCB CAD was just starting to to populate, um, you could you could understand the PC market was growing very quickly and communications were growing very quickly. And I guess you could understand seeing a, a big gain in a particular quarter. But here, a 45% growth, working off of you know the the, the largest figures the industry has ever seen. Yeah, and very, very recently, uh, I used as sort of a, a benchmark that uh, PCB was a billion-dollar business. You know, we're looking at, uh, what, a trailing 12 months, close to $1.3 billion. Uh, really, really getting to be uh, big business there, Mike. I think you're going to have a growing customer base. I like to hear that. 
So semiconductor design software was up too, uh, despite uh, lower product shipments on that side and reports of an IC production slowdown. Yeah, the overall, including PCB, uh, while not as uh, dramatic as the PCB part, still 8.9%. Now, that's down from uh, the most recent quarters, uh, give you some idea. The trailing fourth quarter uh, moving average uh, is about double that rate uh, in the 16% range. So, so it's slowed down some, uh, but that's not surprising when you consider the outlook that's at least publicly discussed for the semiconductor industry. In fact, it's pretty good to be growing near 9% uh, in this kind of environment. I would agree to that. Uh, we saw growth across the board geographically, as, as um, you know, you started to mention about the growth in the Americas, but it looks like everything's been strong uh, in, in all the four major regions. Well, uh, with one exception, yes. Uh, we we actually had negative growth in Japan uh, in the third quarter of 2022, minus 8.5%. So that is worse than it has been recently. Also, Europe was essentially flat. Uh, so uh, the world was buoyed up by the uh, Pacific Rim and by North America. And that's how we get to the 8.9% worldwide average for overall EDA. While production has long since migrated to Asia, the Americas continues to hold its position on the design side. Would you care to hazard a prediction as to whether that will continue? Well, I think it's certainly been true that uh, design has remained the stalwart uh, part of the industry. Uh, While people do it worldwide, and while there has been an enormous growth of design uh, execution in places like India, The U.S. is where the EDA tools have traditionally evolved. And uh, really, until recently, uh, the U.S. companies have had between 95 and 98 percent of the total EDA business. Now, uh, uh, there is a lot of growth in China. There are three public companies, Primarius, uh, S2CEDA, and uh, Imperium, that uh, now their total is approaching 100 million. So, We're starting to see a little challenge there, but in general, the design tools come from the U.S., the IP comes from around the world, but is marketed by U.S. companies uh, primarily, Uh, and the actual design takes place around the world, but you can see from the usage numbers that uh, other than the uh, uh, Asia-Pacific countries that North America uh, leads Uh, Europe and Japan in terms of the number of tools purchased for use in that region. And let's talk about staffing. Headcount among EDA companies rose another 8.2% year over year and nearly 2% sequentially in the third quarter. Yeah, this never ceases to amaze me. Uh, The stability of growth of the headcount in the EDA industry uh, is remarkable. It's almost independent of revenue. So here you have, uh, uh, in terms of headcount around the world, although uh, the Asia Pacific is the fastest growing, uh, the fact is it's relatively uniform worldwide. It's all positive. Even though uh, Japan had negative revenue growth, they still grew their headcount. So I think, uh, I guess that's a positive for the expectations for the future for EDA that we're continuing to hire people right around the world. And uh, 
you sort of in the uh, mid single uh, to high single digit rate. And just to clarify, uh, those are actually employees that are based in that region, correct? Not just employees um, by a company that's headquartered in a particular region um, that might be hiring elsewhere. So, for instance, yeah, if, I believe. Yeah, sorry. That's the intent of the reporting, uh, is it not, Merlin, that the yeah. U.S. companies that hire people in Japan, that would be referred to as a Japan headcount, correct? That's right. That is right. Well, it's another great quarter for EDA and especially MCM and PCB design. Looking forward, Gartner is now predicting a slight decline in tech spending in 2023 with more emphasis on software and services and less on devices. And automotive is starting to moderate as well. Uh, Inventories at dealers are starting to return to more normal levels. Um, And thank goodness, because uh, I've got two teenage boys who want cars. Um, but of course, that's offset, offset in part by the more elaborate electronic systems that are found in new vehicles. So anyway, let's hope that the good news continues in 2023. Yeah, I think someone's forgotten to tell the PCB industry that there's a slowdown coming because they're stocking up <laughs> on tools at a rapid rate. Great. Well, thank you, Wally, and thank you, Merlin, for joining us on PCB Chat. This is Mike Buto. Have a good day. Mm-hmm.